Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VPL podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Laser. Today, we're doing a special version of our Staff Picks podcast. Uh, we know that you know many of you are stuck inside and looking for you know new books, movies, music, and whatnot um, to help pass the time. So we thought we would share some of what we've been enjoying, um, as well as a few special messages to our patrons. So I know I can speak for everyone on the library staff when I say that we really miss seeing everyone in person and getting to work with you directly. Um, we really hope that we'll be able to do that again soon. Uh, but for now, we'd like to share some of our some of our picks. So my pick is the new album Sister by a band called Ultra Ista. So Ultra Ista is a trio. They make electronic music. So it's this collaboration between Nigel Godrick, Joey Wonker, and Laura Bettinson which those musicians play with a number of groups, um, including R.E.M. and Beck and Adams for Peace. So this is the second album by the band. Um, the first album, which is self-titled, is also very good. Um, but the, the new album is called Sister. Uh, so their sound, they, they have really great percussion, um, really great sort of interesting beats, and it's a very layered sound. Um, the electronics are often very sort of mellow and just creates a really nice soundscape. And then Laura Bettinson's vocals are often sort of minimalist and, again, have multiple layers. Um, so it just creates this really nice soundscape. So let's go ahead and listen to a track from that new album. So this one is called Harmony. Harmony, I can feel the pull of your history. So that was Harmony by Ultra Ista. Now let's hear from the rest of our staff and what they've been enjoying. Hello, my name is Leanne and I'm an adult services librarian at Bexley Public Library. Uh, during the great isolation of 2020, I'm mostly listening to audiobooks on Libby. Right now I'm finishing up The Heartbeat at Wounded Knee by David Truer. This is a response to the best-selling book Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, which posits that Native American as an identity and civilization really disappeared after 1890 at the massacre at Wounded Knee. Um, as an author, researcher, anthropologist, and member of the Ojibwe tribe in Minnesota, however, Truer uncovered a very different narrative. Um, his book shows how Native Americans did not disappear in 1890 at the massacre of Wounded Knee, and the Native American story is really one of unprecedented resourcefulness and reinvention. Um, I'm working mostly from home right now, um, and really what I miss the most, honestly, are the restaurants in Bexley, like Newfangled, Cafe Istanbul, uh, the lunch special at Zencha, uh, and especially the coffee at Kitty's. Of course, I miss all of the patrons, too, um, especially trivia on Tuesday nights at the restaurant, and I can't wait to get back into the library to get my hands on some physical books again. Until then, stay safe, everyone. We really appreciate your support so much. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Hannah, a circulation assistant at the library, so typically seen at the front desk or off in the stacks. 
what do I miss? Um, I miss the regularity of my tasks and um, the random things that would always keep me on my toes. And knowing what day it is by our patrons, it's not quite a Tuesday without little ones toddling in and out or a weekend without that evening rush. I mean, I do love some quiet, but (laughs) I've comforted myself by binging an Acorn TV uh, show called Queens of Murder. Our lead English detective, Sergeant Matilda Stone, quite competently goes about solving mysteries while her three crime-writing aunts can't help but take up their own roles as quirky amateur sleuths. So if you already enjoy a cozy Miss Fisher-type mystery or need a break from a starker The Pale Horse type, you'll find uh, interesting storylines and a fair amount of humor all wrapped up into this artistically enjoyable series to watch. I hope you're well, everyone. Bye. Hey, this is Brian from the Bexley Library here. Uh, First of all, I just want to say I miss everybody. I can't wait to see everybody at the library again. Can't wait to see all my regulars at Storytime. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy at home. And yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to a film series I'm re-watching right now, uh, The Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm a huge comic book fan. And my wife and I are re-watching the entire 23-movie run at the moment um, and seeing some that I haven't seen since they were in the theaters. So uh, most of them are on Disney Plus right now. Um, So we've been watching that way. So if you have Disney Plus and you're looking for something to do while the world is in lockdown, um, definitely give those another chance because they are fantastic films for the most part. There's a couple that are uh, a little boring, but... (laughs) Um, it's nice to get in there and check them all out again. Hi there, Bexley. This is Jason, the technology librarian at BPL, and Whitney, the adult services manager, and Julia the kid. Julia the kid. Julia the kid. And we are here with our quick recommendations um, for you. Um, the best book I've read lately, or the most fun, was. Uh, the Blood of Victory by Alan First. It uh, takes place right at the beginning of World War II, and it has Russian emigres and Balkan intrigue and desperate situations, and it was a lot of fun, just like all of Alan First's books. books. It's uh, for fans of uh, noir and Casablanca. And I've been reading a collection of short stories by Lucia Berlin called A Manual for Cleaning Women. It's great if you don't have a lot of time. These are short stories. Uh, it's also for fans of Alice Munro and Raymond Carver. Uh, the stories have really colorful characters. Her style is really direct, punchy sentences. Uh, really a fun read. And mine. Uh, short read by Heaven White. Oh, E.B. White. E.B. White. And I like the swing about it and in the barn. And I also like about it is the part that they're picking, picking blackberries. And oh, and them. they're picking blackberries. And eating them. It was a lot of fun. And what do you miss about the library? I miss about books. You miss the books? I miss the books. I miss the people. I miss, miss seeing the regulars come in. I miss the people too. We all miss the library. Miss the and library. hey, Bexley, hey, we, we hope to see we you, hope to see you soon. soon. 
Hi, this is Adult Services Librarian Sue Giles, and today I wanted to talk to you about a book that I really enjoyed. It's entitled Becoming by Michelle Obama. I read the book when it first came out, and now I've recently checked out on Overdrive the audiobook. I'm really looking forward to it because Michelle reads her own story. Becoming was a 2018 pick for Oprah's Book Club. It's a memoir described as a work of deep reflection and mesmerizing storytelling. Michelle invites us into her world and tells her full story with honesty, boldness, and a sense of humor. She talks about growing up on the south side of Chicago with her parents and older brother, Craig. She also describes her early years of marriage as she struggled to balance her work and family demands with Barack's fast-moving political career. Michelle gives a vivid behind-the-scenes account of her and her family's life inside the White House for eight years, too. Michelle was the first uh, African-American woman to be First Lady, and she helped create the most welcoming and inclusive White House in history. She was also a powerful advocate for women and girls both in the U.S. and throughout the world. I bought this book myself because I was so anxious to read it, and I also wanted to have a copy uh, for my daughter when she was ready to read it as well. I just think that um, in these times, uh, this is a really good book to read. It gives us hope, inspiration, and it also issues a challenge to the rest of us. Michelle asks, who are we and who do we want to become? And I think today that is a really good question for all of us to really think about. I did want you to know, too, that I really miss seeing all of our patrons um, at the library, and I'm really looking forward to when we can come back. But I am looking forward to helping everyone when we can get back in the library, and I hope everybody is staying safe and staying healthy. Bye for now. Hey everyone, this is Beth. I'm a library associate with Bexley Public Library. And my staff pick for this podcast episode is the TV series Succession. So Succession is an HBO uh, television series. It's a drama slash comedy. And it focuses on the Roy family. So the Roy family uh, in the TV series is uh, a family that owns one of the largest media conglomerates in the world. And so the show mostly focuses on uh, what happens when the father starts thinking about, uh, starts talking about what's going to happen with the company when he eventually decides to retire. So there's a lot of uh, family drama when it comes um, to that conversation, to that decision, and uh, deals with what the company tries to do to try to keep itself relevant um, in a world that's changing um, particularly when it comes to news and media. Um, it's got a great ensemble cast with lots of uh, well-crafted dialogue and very entertaining, very interesting plot points. It's a satire, and um, 
Adam McKay is an executive producer on the show, and he also directs the first episode in the series. So if you're a fan of any of his movies, uh, particularly uh, the movie Vice or the movie The Big Short, um, or if you enjoy the TV series Veep, uh, which is also an HBO show, um, then you're sure, I think, to love um, the TV series Succession as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone back at the library, hopefully soon. And I hope everyone is staying safe and keeping healthy. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Hi, my name is Autumn, and I'm one of the circulation assistants at the Bexley Public Library. Um, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite mystery series, the Rexford and Salone novels, um, the first one of which is The Murder on Black Swan Lane. So the series follows two main characters, the first being Charlotte Salone, who makes her living, um, who's a widow who makes her living as a cartoonist, revealing the news of the day and sort of poking fun at the nobility, and the second of whom is the Earl of Rexford, who's sort of a rather grumpy scientist. And the first book begins with Charlotte seeing and drawing the corpse of a man um, who had just been murdered. And the Earl of Rexford is being accused of the murder, and he manages to track Charlotte down and force her to help him clear his name because he's not guilty. Um, so there are two things that I really love about these novels, the first being Charlotte herself. Um, who, Charlotte is a very determined and modern heroine who sort of struggles with keeping and acting upon her sense of justice while living in basically grinding poverty. Um, the other thing about these books that I greatly enjoy is how they handle change both on a personal and a societal level. The novels take place during the latter part of the Industrial Revolution, um, which caused a lot of societal turmoil as people were ousted from their jobs by machines, um, and there was scientific change. Um, at one point, Charlotte asks, what place do people have in a world where machines make their efforts obsolete? Um, which is a question every bit as relevant today as it was 200 years ago. Um, and as someone who finds change terrifying, um, most of the time, I appreciate reading about characters who can handle it with grace and determination, no matter how difficult it is for them. Um, so I really recommend the series for any mystery or historical fiction fans, um, or anyone who just needs a good distraction in these times. Hi, this is Julie Scordato, the Youth Services Manager at Bexley Public Library. And uh, Jeff asks that we think about including in our podcast uh, some things that we might miss about working at the library. And I miss a lot of things, of course, uh, but I really miss just watching the kids grow up, grow up. And I miss doing the class visits, uh, both the classes that would come and visit us, like the Montrose students who would walk down once a month for their class visits. And I miss going out to the preschools as well. But I know that someday we will be doing all that stuff again. I did take the robot with me to my house uh, when we closed, um, and seeing the robot in the house is a little strange, but I'm glad I grabbed that guy because he's been starring in some of our videos, and I've had fun thinking of uh, different ways to couch the gag that robot is super lazy, um, and he is really lazy. He's not helped me with anything out here. Uh, 
rather than talking about a book today, I wanted to tell you guys about my favorite webcomic that I love so much that um, I check it first thing in the morning when it um, posts. But I love this webcomic, and it's called Wildlife. It's about this guy from Chicago named Oscar Wilde who rents a house in Oklahoma. Uh, He's living off his savings. He's running away from some bad history, some personal problems. And uh, he rents this house from Barbara Yaga, which is a play off of the folktales of the Russian witch Baba Yaga. And his house is haunted by a ghost. And there's uh, a lot of fantastic mythical creatures and people rooted in Native American mythology. So if you like the monster episodes of X-Files, you would enjoy wildlife. But if you also just enjoy a story about a group of people who aren't related that make a little bit of a weird family, you might enjoy this. The art is really rough in the first couple chapters, but then the chapter I'm on now, the latest one, I mean, her art has just grown so much. It's so good. Um, and it will take you a while to get through because she's been doing it for over four or five years, I think. She posts three times a week. So if you need something to binge read, I highly recommend this comic, Wildlife comic. I am addicted to it and really, really enjoy it. Hello, everyone. This is Debbie from the Bexley Library, and a book I recently finished and really enjoyed was The Third Hotel by Laura Vandenberg. If you enjoyed the works of Haruki Murakami with his spectacular writing and magical realism, then you should really give The Third Hotel by Laura Vandenberg a try. The novel opens in Havana, Cuba. Our main character, Claire, has come to, um, to Havana to be part of a film festival. Now, we find out the reason she's there is that her husband, Richard, a film scholar, recently passed away and had had plans to go to the festival. Now, in part because of grief and in a sense to be closer to her husband, Claire still continues to go to the festival even though Richard's no longer able to go, or is he? Because she's at the festival and she sees someone who bears an eerie resemblance to Richard. And so she decides to follow him. Now, this novel is not what you, not a traditional mystery or suspense, but it's, it's kind of, um, one of those novels where you go down the rabbit hole just a bit. It's, um, it's eerie, though not scary. It's magical realism, but it's, um, has darker edges to it. But at the same time, the novel is also very vividly described. Like, you almost feel like you can feel the warm breezes in Havana, and you can see the tourists hanging out in the plaza. And so it has, like, both a very tactile sense of place, but at the same time, just the sense of not, things not quite right. One of my favorite lines from the novel um, she's at a film symposium, and there's a fellow talking about horror films in the Latin American tradition. And the fellow says that the, one of the jobs that horror films do is to give you a sense of unease, like eels swimming underneath the skin. And so I think that's a, a that kind of sums up the book. 
Um, also, I would say that I I really miss seeing everybody and uh, having people come in and discuss like their favorite books and movies and helping f- people find things. And so I'm really looking forward to us being back open and then seeing everybody again. I hope everyone is well. Thanks for tuning into the BPL podcast. Again, we hope everyone stays safe and healthy and we hope to see you soon. Mm-hmm.